Hello and welcome to Smart TV with me, Kellyanne Taylor, and the lovely, dazzling Caroline Frost. Hello. Do you know someone told me this week that they felt this podcast was very inclusive and warm? Mm, it was our editor, but I thought it was nice. I thought it was a nice it's a, start. It's a nice feedback. Oh, it's our boss. Okay. Oh, oh. Uh, listeners, if if you have some feedback, uh, perhaps you could um rate and review. Specifically, lovely and inclusive and warm, <laughs> yes. preferably. We would like nice comments. Don't leave horrible comments. Oh. It's not very nice. Um and Keeps we do our toes. and we do read them. So do know that if you if you are that person. We read them loudly in the office. Yeah, please do rate and review. Uh it helps other people who like television find out about us. So now, to start with, we mm. have a drama for this week. Now this is exciting because Shetland is back, but not as we know it. Now of course there will be people who say, I'm never watching that again because Douglas Henshaw, Jimmy Perez, has packed up his pea coat and skipped off to the mainland as we saw him depart last series. However, I think this has been the kick up the jacksy that this series has needed because now we've got Tosh, who perhaps people thought, oh, she'll get the big badge, but no, an A-list arrival from the mainland, Ashley Jensen. And what we're getting instead, I mean, yes, two women are cliche competing against each other. Not so much. It's really interesting. They have a very robust chemistry. They are a little bit clashy, but they also collaborate. They have more in common than they have to divide them. And what we end up with is a cracking female-led double act. And I think it's what primetime needs. We haven't had it for a while. I guess, what would it have been? Sort of um, Scott and Bailey or something back in the past. Cagney and Lacey for us hinterlanders. <laughs> and uh, this is effectively Cagney and Lacey in the Shetlands. What's not to like? So yes, Shetland is back. Uh, slightly different, but equally good. Wednesday, 9pm, BBC One. Fabulous. So I also have a, another drama for you. Uh, it's Time. So you might remember that the first series was brought to us by Jimmy McGovern. It was the three-parter starring Stephen Graham and Sean Beam. It's now back, set in a new prison, new cast, new characters. It's a female prison this time. Three very different prisoners arriving on the same day. You've got a working class mum of two, played by Jodie Whittaker, a rich lady played by Tamara Lawrence, and a drug addict played by Bella Ramsey, who you might recognise from The Last of Us. And it's all about the relationship between these three inmates. I am so excited to hear what people think of this. I think it's one to definitely watch in real time. If you're planning on watching Time, do let us know what you think and if you think it is as good as the first series. If you're listening on Spotify, you can answer in the Q&A at the end of this episode. Just scroll down. Or if you're an Apple user, which I think 75% of you are, you can write in to us by email on podcast at radiotimes.com. Now, Caroline, take us to the factual section of the show. All right. A couple of highlights this week for me. Rod Gilbert, a much-loved Welsh comedian who people will know from, well, he's a stalwart of panel shows. He also did Rod Gilbert's work experience. So he gets around, but he hasn't been getting around in recent times because he was diagnosed with throat and neck cancer last year. He is, in fact, a patron of the Valindra Cancer Centre in Cardiff. And he was on a sponsored walk for that very centre when he received his diagnosis, when he realised something was wrong. So he is aware of the irony. He's made a documentary, cameras following him as he goes through his chemo and his treatment following surgery. The good news is he told Radio Times exclusively that he's out of the woods, he's had a clear scan and he wants to help people. So I actually wrote my column this week in the Radio Times about how and whether these medical docs 
help people or whether they're self-serving for the people who've made them. And I came down, I started thinking one thing and I came away thinking another thing. So mm. again, do let us know what you think about these documentaries. But for my tuppence is, I'll just tell you so I don't want to spoil the surprise. It's uh, as engrossing as you would expect it to be. And it's Rod Gilbert taking us through his treatment and beyond and talking a little bit about how it's changed his outlook on the world and for what reasons as well. So thoroughly engrossing, Rod Gilbert, Channel 4, Monday 9pm. Now, did you watch the Colleen Rooney documentary? I did. What did you think? Well, again, thoroughly engrossing in a very different <laughs> way. Goodness me. Um, on the one hand, it's deeply inconsequential compared with other events going on in the world right now. But I think for that very reason, there is an escapist joy to be had. Uh. And my goodness, she makes a very interesting protagonist. At the, at the centre of it, we have Colleen, who is remarkably down to earth, considering that since the age of 16, she's been papped. She's been the wife of England's most celebrated, but also notorious footballer. And she just tells the story of how she went about finding out who was leaking stories about her. I mean, I think we can all relate to how horrible it would be to think that you have a private account and to discover there is a cuckoo in the nest. Mm. But... Uh, I mean, yes, we all know the story and the outcome. So Colleen sort of sits on the moral high ground of victory assured. But nevertheless, I enjoyed it far more than I was expecting to. And uh, I do suggest that if you have an idol, I don't know, three hours to kill, yeah. just sit back and watch Colleen, the, the real Wagatha story. Where can people catch that? That's on Disney+. Plus. So I have an offering for you this week. I love an adaptation of a book. So this is All the Light We Cannot See, which is coming to Netflix on Thursday. Um, it is the epic wartime drama based on the best-selling Pulitzer-winning novel by Anthony Doerr. I think that's how you say it. Anthony Doerr. Very good. I don't know. So Stephen Knight, who... Uh, writes everything. Writes everything. And uh, most recently, or maybe at the top of your mind, Peaky Blinders, if, well, you're, if you're looking to place expectations. Him. Or not essayists, rogue heroes. I mean, literally everything. Here Does the goes. man ever put his pen down? <laughs> are you ever not working? Um, so he now brings us this. The cast is a kind of mixed bag of big stars and unfamiliar faces. We've got Hugh Laurie, Mark Ruffalo. The film follows an evil Gestapo officer and a disillusioned young Nazi radio operator who are both for very different reasons interested in the shortwave broadcasts of a blind French girl and she's doing them kind of under wraps. It's a story that I think tries very hard to expose that the universe is full of wonders and the most wondrous wonder I think that they are <laughs> they are saying is the capacity for humans to connect with one another. I think it is very um, on the nose that that's what it's trying to do. But I think it's a very tender, heartfelt watch with a really brilliant plot and really brilliant actors at its helm. Very good. So that's All the Light We Cannot See, Netflix on Thursday. Now take me to the entertainment Okay, I'm going to be really brief about this because we haven't watched it yet. This is more of a public service memo that Survivor is back. It's on BBC One. It has Joel Domit as the Master of Ceremonies. Always fun. I think a safe pair of hands. It, I guess, comes down to whether or not we really need another 
gruelling, challenging reality TV show. It's Saturday night. The BBC are putting their money on red. They're hoping that this will be another primetime juggernaut because at some point they're going to have to think, what do we do after Strictly? But obviously we just don't talk about that. Let's see. So uh, watch it with us. We're going to watch Survivor and we'll be back next week to discuss it. So our film of the week, which I know I'm giving you a double whammy this week, Mm. but I thought both were worth mentioning. Also, I think it's really interesting because lots of actors aren't doing press because of the strikes. We are actually missing quite a few of these films with really big names. So this one I actually found out by seeing a poster on the tube. It's called Fingernails on Apple TV and it's out on Friday. It's a really interesting concept. It's quite unique and thoughtful. It's about this lady called Anna, played by Jessie Buckley, big name, who works at this institute where a technique and a machine is used to calculate a couple's compatibility by analysing... We can all do with a bit of that. Oh, yes. Well, or, sh- or would we? It's almost like it might make things more difficult. So she's kind of winds Twist. up... Yeah, she winds up in this love triangle because she is attracted to one of her colleagues, played by Riz Ahmed. We can see why she perhaps would fall for him. I just think it's a really interesting concept. We've seen things like this touched upon. I think there was a Black Mirror episode that... It kind of gave me similar vibes. And there was a film that came out. I think it was on Netflix. I think it was called One. And it was about uh, you could find your soulmate through this, again, something quite similar. But I did like this one. And it's an interesting take on a romantic drama. So that's all for me from Film of the Week. Take us to the archive. One final little thing. If you liked Shetland, you will love I'm guessing loads of other Scottish crime drama. So I thought I'd pluck one out from the iPlayer and I landed on a one of us. It's a family. They all seem to be at each other's throats. There's some money that they all think that they each have rights to and chaos ensues. Laura Fraser, who you'll have seen in pretty much everything, she plays the policewoman charged with trying to find out who the rotten apple is in the barn. So uh, just enjoy it. It's all on iPlayer if you haven't had enough Scottish drama fresh from Shetland. But I do urge you to tune in for Shetland, even if you think you can't cope without D.I. Jimmy Perez. I promise you, you will. That's all from us this week. Until next Friday, happy Happy viewing. viewing!